Hello, Ian. Hello, Dom. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final episode of Famous Food Times. <laughs> so this is podcasts, offshoots, famous first times, where we talk about sex, but we don't dirty in this one. We talk about eating food, famous people eating food. Yeah, what they were into, what the favourite foods are, just what think about food. It's really better than it sounds. It sounds ace, what's your problem? Why, why are you so down on it? It's a top idea. Right, yeah, it's as good as it sounds. Famous food times, famous people eating food. You've told me who we're doing. I've not looked at the stories, but I know who we're doing, and I have prepared a little song for us to lead into the story, if you don't mind me playing that. Uh, fine, I, I don't like them. I fucking hate them. You don't like the song? As much as you ate famous food times, I ate your fucking jingles. Don't like any of your reviews. Don't like your bloody DJ sets. <laughs> no, you don't. It's not for you. You know, rubbish. You're rubbish. You're rubbish, yeah. <laughs> You're fucking... Anyway. Right, so we're doing Lemmy. Yeah. Doing Lemmy's food habits. Yeah, I remember Lemmy from last one. Oh, yeah. When we did his sex story. Go back into the archive and check out Lemmy and... Who was the other one we did? Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis, yeah. Episode 7, that one. Let's get on with the story. Okay. Right. First, what what do you think of his food habits, his eating habits? What do you think, what kind of diet do you think so Lemmy's got? Lemmy from Motorhead and yeah. Heartwind. So yeah, gruff Wolverhampton warty man. You're obsessed with that water, of Yeah, honestly, it knocks me fucking sick. I really hate it. Stop body shaming him. Is that right? Big, dirty witch's wart on his fucking <laughs> cheek, man. It could, it's easily done. Just get a bit of string and just <laughs> pop it off. Yeah. What do you think me likes eating? What do you think he grew up eating as well? Chips. <laughs> <laughs> grew up in the 60s in Wolverhampton, 50s. In Wolverhampton, mm. I think they would have had chips a lot then. Oh, they would have done more home cooking, really. A little bit like boiled potatoes and and a slice of beef, that well, kind of thing. To be fair, he doesn't really talk much about what he ate growing up. Right. It's mostly about what he when he was on tour. Oh yeah, when he was tour. on tour. And when he was when Motorhead were first taken off and Hawkgun were taken off, he talks about what he ate a lot then. See, I don't know. I don't know what you'd get if you went in a shop in the 70s. If you just walked into a shop in Wolverhampton, what your options would be. You're not going to have pre-packed sandwiches, are you? You're not no. going to have... Um, what are you going to have? A packet of crisps or something. You're on the right lines here. If, if, yeah, I think you yeah, crisps and chocolate. But what else do you get in like your shitty little corner shops? Pork scratchings. Not all bags. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> come on, come on, you're nearly there. It's not a quiz show, fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, yeah, go for it. This is from White Line Fever by Lemmy, and it came out in 2002. I think we lived mainly on ambrosia cream rice. He used to have a beer can puncher, and you sort of suck it out of the can. 
It was a great delicacy at the time, much better cold. I believe that is when I acquired my taste for cold food, which I have to this day. I can eat cold steak, cold spaghetti, even cold french fries, and that takes some doing. But if you've got enough salt on them, they're all right. (laughs) (laughs) Sucking fucking cream rice out of a can. Sucking it out. Why can't you... No, can't people use spoons? Well, yeah, you're right. So, so you go into a shop, you'd just see tins, wouldn't you? Tins, tins yeah. Tins I was thinking that. Stuff. I was like, you can't have a tin. You can't just go on tour and just get a tin. Because they didn't have the ring pulls back then as well. Oh, beer can punch you. <laughs> just sucking it out of the can. Oh, yeah, because it can't get the full lid off. <laughs> so just a tiny slot in the top. Just, <laughs> just suck it out. <laughs> Probably didn't even get half the rice out, just the cream that it was in. <laughs> yeah. Just sucking cream out of the can. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, well, he's bragging about what he can eat. He can eat cold steak. Yeah. I don't know what that is. What's cold? Co- is that steak that's been cooked and just left to go cold? Must be. In, in which case, why? Why is he not just eating it when it's hot? Why is he leaving it to go cold? Because he can cook it like when he's not hungry after he's, or cut loads of it, have some of it when it's cold, and then just take some to the gig and. <laughs> Just in his pockets. <laughs> just have his pockets <laughs> just chewing it like <laughs> midway through the gig. Cold spaghetti, so that's like his cream rice and he's just sucking out of a can. From a can? Yeah, he's not on about dried crunchies. Crunchy <laughs> dried spaghetti. Cold French fries. Even cold French fries. So even he knows that's minging. Yeah. He's admitting it takes some doing. But with enough salt on them, <laughs> they're all right. They're not all right. <laughs> Never all right. Yeah. And they go really floppy as well, chips, when they're like thin chips. And do you think these are, again, cooked French fries that he's just left to get cold? Or is it even before they've been cooked? Because no, It's not going to be raw potato, is it? Who fucking knows? Who knows? <laughs> right, should we do the next one? Yeah. This is just about his living in a, a shared house with his bandmates. It wasn't that bad a flat, except there were about 20 of us dossers living in its four or five rooms. And there was no hot water, no grub, no money either. We were getting a band together, me and Murph and Roger, this drummer. He had no drums, but he played on cushions. I ran out of patience after a short while, so I went up north. I woke up one morning sitting on the beach in South Shields eating cold baked beans out of a can with my comb. I thought, there's got to be more to laugh than this. So I went back home and then got fed for a bit. Have you noticed with these, the guys we've done so far, there's like an arms race to see who can be the most grotty, who ate the most Why shittest food. Why can't we use cutlery? What's <laughs> yeah. wrong with them? <laughs> Just get a spoon. Were they in short supply or something back in the day? I suppose there wouldn't have been that many disposable... You couldn't get plastic spoons. No. no. So you would, have, you, you would have to pay a few pence for a, for a spoon. Yeah, and you'd have to get a set. Yeah, so maybe you just go in a restaurant and just oh you just have one from your set at home and just make sure you always have it. <laughs> just keep with eating with a comb and fucking <laughs> just horrible shit, drinking out of vases and Alright, so Lemmy's on tour now. He's taking a lot of drugs. Classic rock and roll mode. Yeah. 
Everybody was checking pills too. Uppers, light blues, black beauties and dexedrine. It was all pills. I never took a powder for years and years. Really, if you're in a band or especially if you're a roadie, you need to take them things because otherwise you can't keep up with the pace. You can't go on a three-month show without being on something. I don't give a fuck what they say. Keep fit, eat your greens, drink juice, fuck off. <laughs> it's not true. I don't care if you eat 200 artichokes, you still won't last through three months tour doing a gig a day. Everyone did downers as well. We were doing mandrax, the same as qualudes in the States. <laughs> Once we bought a canister of a thousand mandrax. <laughs> 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 but when we opened it, they'd all melted. It must have got wet. <laughs> there was just this mushy mess of mandrax at the bottom of the thing, so we laid it all out on the breadboard. We rolled it down with the rolling pin, and we put it under the grill, and we wound up with this white sheet of mandrax, and we'd snap off a corner and eat it. Sometimes you just get a mouthful of chalk. That's the binding. <laughs> and sometimes you get three mandrakes, sort of an opiate Russian roulette. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you get a canister with, like, a thousand... I've never fucking... Downers in it. Yeah, what the fuck's mandrakes? Mandrax. <laughs> it's a shitty name for It's like, somehow the dark crystal or something. <laughs> so that's what he was eating on tour. Just uh, imagine the roughness of that, just... Snapping a chunk off like it's a chocolate bar. Just eating that. <laughs> Under the grill. That's very inventive, isn't it? You'd give up on that. I mean, it's a thousand pills. You'd probably pay a whack for it, but... Like, that takes some creative thinking to think, right, I can, can form these into a big solid mass again and we can just play Russian roulette with it. But he put so much effort into fixing this problem of the of the mushed-up drugs. You don't give a shit about opening a can. Boom, one hole then sucks. <laughs> Whereas with this, he's grilling it, he's mashing it out really flat on a breadboard. Yeah, he's off. got a breadboard but no spoon. <laughs> yeah, a rolling pin, he's got everything apart from one spoon. Or a can opener. <laughs> so yeah, and he, and he claims you can't go on tour without drugs. He's, he's not no one's ever done that, have they? No, no, it's not possible. Completely implausible. <laughs> Don't care if you eat 200 artichokes. <laughs> that, that's, that's one way of trying to cope with it. He's Eventually. such a small-minded, bigoted old man, isn't he? Eat your greens, drink juice, fuck off. He's <laughs> having <laughs> none of it. Orange juice, that's for fucking fannies. <laughs> Keep fit, fuck off. <laughs> Keep fit. Get out of here. Not doing that. Just take loads of downers. <laughs> now you maintain your equilibrium. You're feeling tired. Have some speed. Okay, so this next story is when record companies start wooing Motorhead and Lemmy with food and other treats. The first thing the record company did when I arrived was to give me a brunch at their offices. Brunch? I mean, what the fuck is brunch? Can't they spell lunch? Do they have a problem with the letter L? And do you know what this big deal welcome aboard brunch consisted of? Take out Chinese food in four pans. You want some more sweet and sour pork, Lemmy? 
Great to have you over here, man. Most Red has always been one of my favourite bands. Ha! None of them ever heard a fucking thing we did, <laughs> except for the week before when they had to cram. It's so shit and so obvious, yet they thought I couldn't see them for what they were. They're <laughs> <laughs> fucking paying your wages. Like, who gives a fuck if they like your band and they know... You're giving you Chinese food for fuck all. What's wrong with that? Yeah, why is it? Why is he up in arms about Chinese food? It sounds pretty nice. Sweet yeah. and sour pork. What's yeah. wrong with that? Everyone yeah. likes sweet and sour pork. But, and do you know what this big deal? Welcome aboard brunch because <laughs> like they never, they never give you they sweet never. and sour pork, let me. Dirty bastards! <laughs> <laughs> How fucking dare they? <laughs> what did he want? He's talking about an half decent meal that's just there for his business. Like he's getting it for free. <laughs> They thought I couldn't see them for what they really were. <laughs> it's like they were really fucking him yeah. over, not signing him to a nice deal, giving him money, making him famous. And he no. wanted scumbag, like, metalheads. Here, have a can of fucking cream that you can suck out of a tin <laughs> through a tiny hole. And so, that's more fucking like it. <laughs> the other record label thought I wanted trays of pork. I'm a Chinese person. Something <laughs> rubbish like that. <laughs> All right, so this next uh, this next story, they're in the studio, they're recording Bastards, which features... Bound to raise hell. <laughs> Bound to raise hell. I was bound to raise hell. And that was, that was recorded with Howard Benson, the producer Howard Benson. Bound to raise hell. Bound to raise hell. There was one day I'd been waiting around to do some vocals for endless hours while he was going over some guitar part or something. So, I finally got an hamburger and I was just starting to eat it when he said, Right, vocals. Oh, you cunt, I said. Why don't you let me eat me fucking hamburger? <laughs> <laughs> but no, come on, come on, we're on a deadline. I would be in a bitch in the studio, you know. So I did the logical thing. I shoved the burger's contents into the mixing board. I figured it was fair. Howard's eating habits, incidentally, leave quite a bit to be desired. He eats all these terrible vegetarian things, fruits and nuts, all that shit. It's not healthy. <laughs> Human beings are carnivorous. Just look at our teeth. Our digestive systems are not made to handle vegetarian food. It makes you fat all the time and you get intestinal flora. Vegetarianism is unrealistic. That's why cows have four stomachs and we've got one. Think about it and don't forget, Hitler was a vegetarian. <laughs> Good point, well made, Lemmy. Oh, God. So, like, your, your twatty uncle just like, everything. Just the worst kind of excuse for not being a vegetarian makes you fart. And it's all lies. He's, what's he saying? Um, our digestive systems are not made to handle vegetarian food. Yeah, of course well, they are. Of course they fucking are. And, he, oh. and oh, get this, and you get an intestinal flora. Oh, what the fuck's that? All it is is microorganisms in your stomach that, that work for you, that do good stuff to you. Yeah. And he's making out it's bad. You need bacteria in your stomach to digest cheese. Yeah, exactly. Well, every, anything. <laughs> is it, but he thinks, oh, that sounds horrible, that flora. <laughs> Big flowers growing up <laughs> in your belly. Cows have four stomachs and we have one. Yeah, it's cows just... have, don't have four stomachs so they can process vegetables. They have it so they can produce milk. 
he's saying, look at our teeth. Oh, fuck it. If we if we were purely meant to eat meat, yeah, we've, got, we've got two two fangs, yeah, two two slightly sharp. That's it. So what's that? Ninety percent of your teeth are normal, kind of flat, ready for chewing <laughs> vegetables. Oh yeah. So he's a, it's a little bit pissed off at having to do his job. So he shoves a burger in the mixing desk, destroying it because <laughs> because he, he was on a deadline and he should have been doing his job. I don't want to do me job, I want to eat me burger. Come on, come on, let me. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, now you've destroyed the fucking console. He's telling that like an example of his rock and roll mentality, and it's just a childish, petty thing he's doing. There's a bit of a fine line between being a bratty toddler and being a rock star, isn't there? Like, oh, chucking TVs out of like hotel windows and stuff like that. If you think like, how fucking daft that is. Because he probably weren't just going, should we do this, should we do this? Yeah, and they were probably going, no, I don't want to go on stage yet. I want to do this instead. <laughs> Chuck the telly out the window. And and there's more to come. This next story again, he's on tour. I think he's in America this time. Since we were all still big rock stars, we were pulling on sorts of Spinal Tap shit. Incidentally, Spinal Tap was a very accurate film. Whoever wrote it must have spent some time on the road with rock bands. <laughs> <laughs> we were band boys in those days, but then we still are today. Only everyone's used to it now. People get horrified by more dread. You fucking cheated in here. Where's the cheese? Sorry, man. We couldn't get it. Oh, yeah. Can't get any fucking cheese in your big town on a Wednesday at fucking six o'clock. Get out and get your fucking cheese. <laughs> you saying that's what he did? <laughs> he just starts rambling on about ranting and going over. Because it's not the cheese that matters, is it? It's the principle that they didn't bother. That's what pisses me off. I just send a promoter to them and the minions on all kinds of errands. Get out there and get me this shit. It's on the yard. You better damn well be there. If the drum road, he wants triglets and asked it. He got them. Our present guitarist, Phil Campbell, sent out for Chinese food at one show and told the guys to get a portion of Benoit bars too. And the guy came back with them. But here's one thing that has always puzzled me. And it happened in every country in the world. You rather says you get so many towels right and they give you these tiny foot square pieces of cloth. What the fuck is that? All these petty, petty grievances he's got. Oh, it's just like a grumpy little <laughs> fucking knobhead, isn't it? He's just being grumpy for its sake of it. Going on about napkins, towels. Yeah. Ranting about that in his book. Imagine being some fucking big motorhead fan reading that. Oh, the bastards. Oh, I can't believe he didn't get them proper towels. They were too small towels. And where was his cheese? He wanted cheese. He wanted that cheese and he asked for it and it never came. <laughs> it's not on. This doesn't make me think, oh man, Lemmy was a proper hellraiser. It's like a, a, a nasty, Spoiled petty rat, little yeah. man, yeah. Yeah, he's a diva, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's worse than Mariah Curry. His yeah. Mariah Curry levels of diva, isn't this? Has he not got anything like serious to fucking worry about at all? Like to have to just worry about stupid little shit like that. Or just enjoy it, maybe. Either just enjoy being on the road and having. You know, all the fucking fame and fortune and stuff. Well, instead of picking on minimum wage yeah, dudes. Just trying to make him happy. Dickhead. Right, so this last story. Another on-tour story. 
Once when we got to the shore really late, we walked into the dressing room and we found a bowl of cold water with that one fucking beer in it. <laughs> Three yogurts and a few biscuits and fruits and nuts, you know, bare food. So I said to the promoter, Hey, come here a minute. And I hit him with three yogurts before he got out of the door. A bit later on, the door opened a crack and a bottle of vodka was rolled across the floor to us. Finally, in Trondheim, we got totally fed up with him and we covered him with squirty cheese. <laughs> Our roadies came up behind him and grabbed him. We handcuffed him, dragged him out on the stage and we pulled his trousers down and then we squirted him with squeezy cheese and mayonnaise and anything else they could get their hands on. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate prankster, innit? But I bet he couldn't fucking handle anyone doing anything to him. Fucking, if you went up behind him and just squirted a bit of cheese on his head, he'd be like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> Me. <laughs> fucking motor and rock and roll band and you squirted cheese on me head <laughs> this is outrageous I'm going to get everyone fucking fired <laughs> it's all he would do that <laughs> and it's just fucking bullying low paid staff innit <laughs> yeah it's a big bully he's a big stroppy kid bullying all these fucking minions and he got calls him minions as well, doesn't he? Yeah, he does actually, yeah. Yeah. Because he has no fucking respect for anyone apart from himself and he thinks he's a big fucking I am. We were bad boys in those days, but we still are today, only everyone's used to it now. He, he thinks all this shitty behaviour, treating people horribly, is is bad boys. <laughs> Getting someone on stage and pulling his pants down to have a disease knob. That's, <laughs> that's just being a prick, it's being an utter cunt. But is, it probably is stuff. like the reason... You know, you get your Motley Crues and everyone wants these wild rock and roll stories. So they just do twatty things and it sounds good when you don't actually put yourself in the position of the people at the bullying. Yeah, yeah. It's a wild story, but in reality, it's snide. But I don't even think Lemmy's yeah, stories... By it. I don't even think Lemmy's stories are that fucking wild. He threw yogurts at a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that, man. Telling some guy to get some a Chinese sex toy. Getting, telling get, someone to get some cheese for him. Yeah. Shouting at him about it. These aren't like raucous rock and roll shit. Just... Yeah, he's not fucking burning down churches. and like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a tantrum because he don't think record company guys know his band that well. They don't make me think, whoa, fuck <laughs> me, he's working off his head. <laughs> it is like, well, he says, doesn't it? It's like Spinal Tap. Childishness of that. But he saw himself in it. But he's not embarrassed by no, it. No, not at all, no. He thinks it's ace. Got one final story. Do you want to just read this last one? Yeah. He talks about his early days doing acid and stuff. There were also legendary shows where we spat the food and drink with acid. Actually, we only did that a couple of times. One was at the Roundhouse, I recall. And since most of our fans showed up at gigs already stoned, it didn't make much of a difference anyway. There was an innocence about those days because we didn't know yet that some people would go nuts on acid or that others would start putting needles in themselves and dying from an embolism. <laughs> That's a nice fun story to end on. He's <laughs> spiking people, I didn't realise he was going to die. It's not my fault. I didn't know. He acts like it's fuck all that, doesn't he? Uh, spike the food and drink with acid. 
So you know, like, like that's not a big deal. That's fucking massive. Yeah. <laughs> that would have messed up a lot of people. We're saying it didn't make much of a difference anyway. Because he was all stoned. Being stoned, yeah, very I've got diff- stoned. <laughs> well, being stoned is very different to being on acid and being spiked with acid. Yeah, you don't. You need to like really fucking prepare yourself to go on an acid trip, don't you? <laughs> yeah. You can't just like have it come on while you're in a room full of strangers, not knowing what the fuck's happening. Yeah, yeah. While you're fucking wrecked and paranoid from weed, that's not going to help. So Lemmy, who's pissed off about getting yogurts on a rider. I think spiking people with acid is nothing. It's no big deal. But someone someone gives him yogurts instead of steak, cold steak and rice pudding. Very day. Despicable. And he is saying that some people died from putting needles in them and that's like a kind of direct response to them being dosed by him. But he didn't know, so what are you going to do? He didn't know that would happen. I know. I didn't know it would happen, so I'm not responsible. Case closed, your honour. Would you want to go for a meal with Emmy? Nah. Just be whinging constantly. Yeah, everything. no matter what it were. But if it, it were posh food and really nice, go, oh, fucking posh, this is shit. <laughs> Sweeping it off the table. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just making like girls like clean up after him while he just kicked all his food around the restaurant. Or if it was really shit food in a cafe, he'd just oh, fucking shit, he'd let it slop there. <laughs> He would 100% talk to the server like shit as well. Yeah. He wouldn't have any respect for anyone. What would you cook for him? I'd give him a kind of cream rice with a hole in the top. <laughs> Suck on that. <laughs> what would you cook for him? What would I cook for him? If you were trying to make him proper happy? Pig's head. Pig's head. Roasted in an oven. He'd like the fucking fact that there's a skull in it, wouldn't he? Yeah. He'd think, oh, very good, very good. So we'd be into that. Pig's head, apple in its mouth. He wouldn't eat the apple. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking bear food. <laughs> yeah, what did he say? It's bear food. Yeah, fruit and nuts. Fruit and nuts. He'd put an apple in his mouth. Fucking bears eat fruit. <laughs> I'm not going to eat the same thing a bear does. That's bollocks. Uh, chips, cold chips on the side. Big pig's head and a... And a Plated cold chips. <laughs> and he'd fucking love it and all that one. He'd think that was wicked. Yeah. Tearing the ears off a pig's egg. But he'd still find a way to like try and belittle you over it. You were being too mean about Lemmy. Started to hate him. The, <laughs> no, the I, I think we were quite nice about him before, but we saw him like a sad old man. He went about talking about sex, a bit pathetic. Well, no, he's just horrible That's cunt to everyone. Bully, yeah. Thanks for listening to the third and final episode of this spin-off series. Say famous, it. Famous food times. Say it again. I did. Say it again. Famous food times. Famous, famous food times. <laughs> famous food times. Nom, 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 nom. I think it's going to be a, a, a surefire hit, <laughs> this one. It's, it's, it's just as good as talking about shagging, isn't it? I think it tells you more about them. Yeah, Because they're less guarded. People are less guarded talking about food. Oh, it reveals more. Yeah, they're not shy about the, the food habits because it's not taboo. So they'll just let rip, won't they? Yeah. So if you want more food episodes... No, 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 no more food episodes. If you want more of the food stuff, just email in. All right. Right. <laughs> um, you can follow us 
at Famous First Times on Instagram. Give over on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. If you do want to tell us about any stories about famous people eating food that you think is really good that we can feature on another episode of Ian Makes Me Do One, then <laughs> um, get in touch on our ex uh, Ian's burner phone, which the number is 07896 493 664, or you can email us at fft at giveover.co.uk. And we will be back in a couple of weeks with the new series of famous first times. Shagging stuff. Proper stuff. New people as well. We've done all these people before, haven't we? Got over a dozen new famous names for you. Coming up soon. Thank you.